I want to start this week's episode on a serious note. This is a in memoriam for memes about Leonardo DiCaprio wanting to get an Oscar. I will remember you. I want to say thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio. Will you remember me? For letting us uh, turn your career and existence <laughs> into a joke for so many years. I just hope that if there's anything to really get out of this, um, it's that you can go back to making movies that are enjoyable to watch. You know, R.I.P. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio wants an Oscar meme. And also there'll be uh, swears in this episode. Welcome to BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer. I'm Ryan Broderick. Hello, I'm Katie Natopoulos. Hi, Katie. How are you doing this week? You doing good? I'm doing good. How are you, Ryan? I waiting for the waiting for us to get going today. I was in my garden and there was like a fox roaming around in the garden. I was just staring at him for a while. A fox? Who you like live in like Beatrix Potter's apartment? No, like like London is full of foxes. Like the part of London I live in is full of foxes. And the worst part is that they're always dying in the street, getting hit by cars, <gasps> or they're in your garden at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning fucking. And if you've never heard two foxes fuck, it is honestly <laughs> like the most horrific sound in the world. Holy moly. Well, speaking of that horrific noise, we've got uh, some great horrific noise for your ears today on the show. Uh, we're going to have in uh, BuzzFeed's own Grace Spellman to talk about one-star reviews of fart toys on Amazon. Uh, and we're also going to have the YouTuber Nathan Zed come on to talk about trap covers of really terrible white people songs. But before we get into that, we have to delve into um, a pretty important uh, development in the American political election for president guy. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you yeah. and I are very political. <laughs> voting, as I've said very often, is not punk. I probably won't vote because like voting for presidents is like the least punk thing you can do. And as everyone knows, I'm very concerned with like maintaining my punk ethos. Well, that's definitely true. I mean, that's why I only write in yeah. myself. Oh, good. Good idea. If anyone wants to write in their vote for either Ryan or me, uh, please feel free to do so. Neither of us are uh, eligible. No, but you can make, do it anyways. Like, why not? Um, but we got a pretty dank election meme <laughs> right now. Uh, this, this dank political meme going around saying Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer. Yeah. It's an offshoot of an earlier Zodiac killer-based Tumblr meme, which said John Green, the author of A Fault in Our Stars, is the Zodiac killer. A bunch <laughs> of teenagers started that on Tumblr, and then he had to actually respond and be like, guys, I'm not the Zodiac killer. And then I think people got reminded of it when they saw a police sketch of the Zodiac killer, and it looks identical to Ted Cruz. Now, it is actually quite unlikely that... Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. The main reason that it seems like he's probably not is that uh, the Zodiac Killer did, you know, <laughs> sort of began its killing spree in like 1968 and Ted Cruz wasn't born until 1970. But, you know, uh, that's that's possibly just one one theory. Maybe. <laughs> it sort of escalated to the point where if you Google Ted Cruz now, one of the like top things that comes up that goes is Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. And there was a, recently a, a poll that came out that asked people, do you think Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer? And 10% of people said, yes, I believe he is. 
And 28% says, well, we're just not sure. We're not sure. So a full 38% of people, and this was in Florida, so a 38% of Florida voters think that it is possible or certain that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac Killer. You know, there's there's a lot of data saying that he might be the Zodiac Killer, but there's not a lot of data saying he's not. You know, we can't rule it out. And it's possible that there are people out there who will not vote for him specifically because they believe he actually is a, a serial killer. USA, that's what I'm talking about. Happy election, everyone. Uh, we have with us today Grace Spellman, who is a writer at BuzzFeed. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Grace, you are something of an expert in the world of Amazon reviews of fart toys. Yes. The, the burgeoning academic field of Amazon <laughs> reviews of fart toys. When they want to talk about Amazon reviews of fart toys, they come to me, yeah. How did you discover that there were so many good reviews of fart toys on Amazon? I, I think a fart thing was just suggested to me, I guess. And <laughs> a fart thing was I, like, suggested I, to you? Like, I don't know. I sometimes have to look at really weird stuff on Amazon for for my job. And I think it was like, you'll like this fart pen or whatever. And then I saw that it had like really. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. So I was thinking that you were maybe like in like an office meeting and you were like brainstorming ideas and like, you know, you're like, I have an idea, maybe something about like funny fart stuff. And someone's like, yeah, check out Amazon. No, it was Amazon's automatic uh, algorithm. Yeah, suggesting like, a, yeah, like yes. a robot decided like, you know what this woman <laughs> really needs right now is a machine that makes noises about farts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I saw that this like fart pen had like 78 really bad reviews. Wait, fart pen? Yeah. It's this finger pen. It's a pull my fart finger pen toy. So can you describe what this looks like? It looks, it honestly, it looks like a dick. Um, (laughs) but the only reason like why it maybe wouldn't is because there's a little knuckle on it and like a fake fingernail, but they're all like skin colored. So it kind of just looks like a dick. Maybe that's like why the reviews are so bad because like it's actually just a farting dildo and everyone is expecting it to be like a fart machine quality machine. Or maybe people thought it was a dildo and then they get it and it's only the size of a finger. Right. And then it starts farting. Yeah. You know, when you try to use it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what people say about fart toys. What's the anatomy of like a fart machine review? Like what's what are the tropes of the genre really? A lot of the tropes are couldn't get it to fart. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of that, you know, uh, there's one uh, squeezy toy that instructs that you practice to get it right. It's like, and, I can yeah. fart all on my own, thank you very much. Exactly. And some man wrote that he said he practiced for two hours and got maybe one good fart out of it. Can you imagine this <laughs> oh my poor God. guy? He wasted two hours of his life <laughs> on a fart just, machine. Just, I'm imagining it's like just like a sort of squeezy rubber thing. He's it, just it like, is. for two hours, his hands are sore and gnarled. And yeah, or, yeah, and he had probably had to set aside like uh, some time on his schedule to like do this. Yeah, so. I mean, how much do you think he... Like, he clearly wanted this fake fart noise so badly. Like, he was desperate for it. For that particular product, most of the reviews are like, I practice, it tells me to practice, and I keep practicing, and it won't work. There are even YouTube tutorial videos. You could be learning a language. Instead, you're, like, trying to get a machine to make a poop sound in your hand. I'm sure some of these people have kids that they could be spending time with. Aww. Yeah, Grace, like, read read some of your favorites of these one-star fart machine reviews. Okay, I will read some of my favorites. This one is great, and I don't know how true it is, but I'd like it to be true. Uh, This was for a remote control farter. It broke almost immediately, really bummed. I got it just in time to plant at the church during my buddy's wedding. Oh, my God. So this guy was, (laughs) he, his whole reason for using this was to, 
at his friend's wedding to embarrass his friend with fart noises at the church. You know, people people spend a lot of time planning weddings, making sure everything goes right. But the one thing you can't predict is your buddy who's going to show up with a fart noise toy. I mean, I believe it for that very reason. So my favorite genre of the fart product reviews were ones for apps. There are a lot of apps that um, Amazon has for like mobile devices that make fart noises. And there's at least... 80 that are parents or like grandparents <laughs> complaining about their kids that download it without their permission. Oh, God. They're great to read in like an old lady voice. You know, things like, uh, where's a really good one? Okay, so this is from a grandmother. My grandson subscribed <laughs> to this app without my approval. <laughs> I find it disgusting and annoying. <laughs> I deleted it from my device. So Wow. <laughs> that was a very good smartphone using grandma voice. Thank you. So out of all the reviews, there is one that's definitely my favorite. It's the most passionate out of all the other fart reviews from a woman named Kelly. Uh, I'll read it for you now. There's no punctuation, so um, you have to listen carefully. <clears throat> and it's, this is in all caps. And the subject is, this is creepy. Do not get this is stupid. Children will not like this. Not good for weak stomach. It gave me nightmares for a week. <laughs> I thought this would be something funny, not something that will scare me half to death. This is the worst app ever. If you get this, you will regret it for the rest of your life. So do not get it. It's very bad. It's also very scary. Would not recommend for children or for weak stomachs. It's horrible. Should be deleted from the app store. What do you think was so scary about it? I don't know. This woman. I think it's a haunted app. <laughs> well, I think it's like the ring, but it's with a fart. It's a, yeah, with a fart app. Like, but like, if you don't give it to someone else's phone, like you'll die. <laughs> like when she said it, it, like gave her nightmares for a week. Like, <laughs> what? What's so scary about a fart noise? So yeah, so that was one of the more angry and scary reviews. So we're gonna play a little game with fart noises, and it's called "Is this fart real or fake?" I'm going to play a fart noise. Some of these are from like a toy or like a soundboard or something that gets a fake. And some of them are an actual human. From a butt. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think, parts. I don't know if we can do this, but I think that we should give her extra points if she can guess what food was eaten <laughs> to produce that fart I, in the real human. I don't know if we'll be able to conclusively do that. These are all. Uh, bullshit. That's such bullshit. It's true. So these are all farts that people have recorded on YouTube. Um, all right. First, first fart. What did you guys think? I'm going to go ahead and say that's fake. It sounds like something made from an arm or something. Yeah, that sounds like a MIDI keyboard <laughs> trumpet sound to me. I'm going to say fake. You guys are both correct. You guys ready for the next one? I need to ask this. Um, our producer, Julia, she, she did throw out her microphone after doing this segment, right? Like, I don't want her to get pink eye or something. So, yeah, there had been a, um, one of our producers, Jenna Weisberman, had offered to try to record her own farts. Um, she had promised us that she would have a <laughs> dinner of cabbage salad last night. Um, however, she did not come oh through God. with the uh, self-produced fart noises. So these are just taken from other people. Jenna, you've let us down once again. <laughs> All right. Ready for fart number two? Mm -hmm. Real or fake? Yeah. Real or fake? Here we go. Grace, hmm. that that fart had the, two parts to it, and the last part sounded fake. So I'm gonna go ahead and say fake again. Ryan, 
I'm going to say real because I, I feel like it had a wetness to it that it would be tough to replicate digitally. So I'm going to say that came out of a real human ass. Um, it was fake. Oh, Grace, you are taking the lead. No, damn it. Uh, oh. Ryan. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with real. I'm going to say real. Grace. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with real. I'll go with real. Yeah, I'll do it. It was fake. I'm sorry. What? You guys are both wrong no! on that one. That was a fake one. This is bullshit. You've only given us fake farts. This is crazy. Um, this is craziness. Uh, this is, whole thing is rigged. Don't, don't blame me for your own inabilities to detect a real versus fake fart. All right. <laughs> All right. Did you, Ryan, could you hear that one? Okay. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say real because, like, I want. I, no, g- fuck. I'm, <laughs> fuck. I'm stuck in a, in a in a in a bind here because, like, all of the previous farts have been fake, but this fart it could also be fake. But then, if it's not fake, you trolled me either way, and I'm stuck now. So you know, Ryan, you got to remember the odds here. You know, just because the last three were fake, it's like a coin flip. It can tr- be heads three times in a row, but that doesn't mean the next time the odds aren't still fifty-fifty. Much like a real fart, where you're not totally sure if you're about to shit your pants in public or not. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm say real. I'm gonna say it's a real fart. Grace, uh, I I've heard a fart like that before in real life. I've done one myself. I'm gonna have to go with real. You guys are both correct. It was real. Oh, thank God. What was most charming about this is the kid, it's a kid squatting over, (laughs) he's squatting over his phone Phone. to record, like his friend is videotaping him, but he is recording like into the, you know, sound, like voice memos of his phone. Yeah, he's kind of doing like a crab position. Yeah, yeah, he's on the floor. Uh, It's, that's beautiful. It's, it's good. Um, That's actually... Katie, that's actually how I record this podcast every week, is that I squat over a microphone and I talk to you through my own asshole. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say real. It was real. Grace, you are the fart winner. Fuck me. God damn it. I don't know shit about farts. Well, maybe if you spend several hours researching fake fart toys on Amazon, you will become the fart master like Grace Spellman. I guess that's just, uh, that's the moral of the story is like, do your homework, kids. Like, if you want to be good at something, you got to practice. Whether that's violin or knowing what farts are, like, you know, you just got to (laughs) practice. Have you guys ever lit a fart? No, that's dangerous. No, I haven't lit my own fart, but I've lit someone else's fart. You've lit someone else's fart? That's cool. I've lit my own fart. I lit someone else's <laughs> fart. It singed his pants a little bit, but it did get like a little, you know, like a little of us of a fire. Nice. Wow. Grace, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I concede my title as uh, the Internet Explorer fart champion to you. Previously, it was me based on a previous episode where I told Katie that I often take old Chinese food and put it on top of pizza <laughs> and then eat it like a pizza Chinese food sandwich, which as you would expect, is very is a very good way to fart a hole through your bed. <laughs> um, so, Grace, congratulations. Thank you very much. You're the fart queen. Thank you. That means the world to me, coming from you. <laughs> so today uh, we have Nathan Zed. He is an all-around cool digital millennial. You can catch him on Twitter, at Nathan Zed. He's got a YouTube channel. Definitely follow him. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing? Hey. Hi. How are you? Th- thanks for coming on. 
So today we're talking about the trap cover meme. So uh, just for our listeners who might have missed it, uh, kind of kicked off at the end of last week where Nathan and then a bunch of other users all together kind of made this amazing thing trend where people were doing trap covers of like pop songs. Nathan, can you just start us off and just kind of talk about when you first noticed the hashtag and like how this whole thing started and how you got involved? All right. So uh, first of all, I want to like make sure that Everyone knows it was my boy El Capitano '94 <laughs> at El Capitano '94, uh, Captain Kirk. It was like I didn't start it. Like we were all in the group chat, and he had the idea, and it was like me, Victor Pope Jr., me, John Mars, and him. Yeah, if um, if people listening to this don't know, Victor Pope Jr. is like amazing. He, you should totally follow him too. Also, El Capitano. Yes. Um, so you guys are in the group chat, and you see, and you start talking about this. Mm-hmm. It, it, like it all sparked because uh, we were seeing all these uh, covers. Um, of like work by Rihanna and formation by Beyonce. And it was just, it would be like, I mean, there is white people covering these songs. I mean, there's nothing wrong with white people covering these songs, but it was just like mad <laughs> awkward. Like they'd be like work, 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 work. Or it would be like, there's so much emphasis that they put onto like the word Negro. Like they've been trying to, like they've been waiting their whole life to say it. I was just like <laughs> a little uncomfortable. And then we're like, what if we reverse this and we made like trap covers of like the whitest songs possible <laughs> it's just like a joke and uh i mean like the beatles for example uh i've realized that um white people hold dearly uh next to dogs so can we can we hear your uh trap remix of hey jude by the beatles hey jude don't make it bad take it says i'll make it better remember to let her into your heart you can start to make it better so, so, so Nathan, your your cover, your your trap cover of "Hey Jude" by the Beatles now has thirteen thousand retweets, and uh, I pulled up the tweet, and the responses are crazy. I wish I tried harder on that video. Like, I never thought I was gonna be like this big. I never thought I'd be talking to you guys like this. So, I've really made that in like like three minutes. <sighs> but yeah, no. Nah. My my friends, like the other one, the the one of a thousand miles, like that one's got like ad libs and everything. That one's really good. So this is a, it's a cover of A Thousand Miles by, uh, what's her name, Vanessa Carlton? Vanessa Carlton by Il Capitano 94. Making my way all the way down to Walking fast places past home Stepping blankly ahead Just making my way, making my way through the crap And I need you And I miss you And now I wonder it's truly inspired. Yeah, truly great. So, like, what other kind of covers? Like, what were your some of your favorites, Nathan? Uh, I love the one um, that's like "Hello." I love the yeah Adele's "Hello." That one's perfect. Hello, hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand, well, thousand times. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if that's the all these years you like me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the way like Adele should have just done the original song, to be totally honest. So why do you think that people have fallen in love with these so much? They're sort of funny and they, you know, are obviously displaying a lot of talent. Like what what resonates with people so much? We're making boring songs lit. <laughs> no one wants to hear You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift unless it's got a Metro Boomin' beat behind it. It makes sense. 
So just, I mean, just in case people in our audience aren't familiar with trap as a genre of music, can you just describe a little bit like what, I mean, what would make these a trap cover? I mean, you can turn up to it. You can, you, it's not like laid back music. It's more about like partying. <laughs> it's just aggressive rap music. What, what I think is like super cool. And like, I didn't know about this until we like talked today. The fact that like <laughs> you and like a bunch of other guys can be in a group chat and then, like, come up with a thing and then, you know, make it trend and make everyone kind of play along with it. Like, what do you think that, like, kind of speaks to you about Twitter? I realize we have a lot of power that I did not previously know about. Mm-hmm. So uh, we might have to start utilizing that more to our advantage. <laughs> I think that it's also, like, there are certain times where, like, creativity is infectious so like one person seeing you or a couple of your friends do this then all of a sudden they're like i can do that too and like it's fun to play along with it and i I think what's also very fascinating and i would love to get your opinion on this because i feel like you probably have a lot of really good thoughts about it like over the last year twitter as like a platform for people of color to kind of like we saw this with like oscar's so white right like all of these sort of like hashtags that kind of open up dialogues and like fight against sort of like this like boring white like mayonnaise establishment the the energy around it is so much better than i feel like twitter has ever been before like what do you think about that yeah i definitely think so because i mean we finally have like a platform to express our voices and just like voice our opinions and black twitter is essentially like this big family and like every time something ever happens we all jump on some type of hashtag and just start talking about it. And it's like, you can go through and everyone's just talking about the same thing. And especially with all the stuff that's been going on in like Black Lives Matter and more people are becoming more aware and more people are becoming more like, like loving themselves and their like the skin that they're in and everything. Like we all feel more connected. I mean, it seems like it's also such a way of like talking about serious things, but also like this is just silly and fun. Yeah, Black Twitter will be making like a new hashtag every like, 13 hours there'll be one like <laughs> thanksgiving with black families or there was something it was like white people invited to the cookout like yesterday just because we know DiCaprio DiCaprio won the oscar and they were like no he's coming to the black people cookout and then there was just a whole hashtag it's just, it's just so much fun here and it's free that's the best part so you're in you're in college right now what year in college are you <laughs> i'm a freshman right you're now. a freshman at virginia tech wow yeah. do you know what you're majoring in uh, business. Oh. So I'm not sure like what's specifically within business. So I'm trying to figure that out right now. Okay. Nathan, I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm, I don't think you have a very bright future cause you're only, you know, verified with 150,000 followers on Twitter. <laughs> Work a little harder, freshman. Jesus. <laughs> I got the check. I don't need anything in life anymore. <laughs> After this blue check. Verified as a freshman in college. Oh my God. I was such a fucking idiot in college compared. Well, anyways, I'm just going to keep going. Um, so I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, what is the best trap cover we should play you out to? Like, what's, what should we wrap this segment up with? Isaiah Smith 311 did We Will Rock You by Queen trap cover. Nice. Nathan, thank you so much. Thank you. And keep doing all the stuff that you're doing. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. We will, we will rock you. Sing we will, we will rock you. Um, I just want to send a message to Nathan's pro- English professor. Uh, hey, professor. Prof- hey, professor. Listen to this. Hey, professor. Listen to this, okay? 
Um, Nathan is an excellent student. He stayed up all night and then uh, had to make time to do this stupid interview with us. So you should definitely give him an A. Thank you so much to our producer, Julia Furlan. If she was a type of fart, she would be um, a big, loud, wet one. Um, Shout out to Meg Kramer. If Meg was a trap cover of a pop song, she would be a uh, very aggressive trap version of the Friends theme song. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also, of course, thanks to Eleanor Kagan. If she was a fart, she would be silent but deadly. And if if Jenna Weissberman was a trap cover of a pop song, she would be... Closer to fine by the Indigo Girls. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say Toto's Africa, but that's good, oh, too. No. <laughs> Both of those together, mashed up. Okay. And, of course, thanks to uh, Argo Studios and Paul Rest. If he uh, was a type of fart noise he'd be the kind of fart noise that would deny that uh it was him that farted because earlier today paul denied that he has farted in years um which somehow i find physiologically impossible in years yeah he's like oh i don't know i haven't farted in years paul if you haven't farted in years you gotta go to a doctor dude that's Depending on the length of your grundle or gooch, whatever you call the space between your asshole mm-hmm. and your balls, like you might accidentally singe your nut hair. That's a great point. I highly recommend to all our listeners, <laughs> try lighting a fart at some point in your life, but make sure you're wearing denim. Uh, that is, that's a good uh, non-flammable fabric. Do not wear you know, polyester or don't do it in the nude. Um, it will make a large bubble of fire.